Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe. I'm your host, hostess, host, hostess, Shagilola Salami. I always say husband, never mind. Um, who have I got here with me today? You have Jim Sweeney from Clearwater, Florida. I'm the mic maker. I created the cartoon Mike Sports character, whom I expect to be the first ever animated brand to transcend all sports. I'm happy to be here today to share my story, so thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And what would you like to drink? What would I like to drink? Coffee with a little bit of cream, piping hot. Piping hot. Any sugar? No sugar. I'm watching my waistline. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's nice. What would you like to have with it? What would I like to have with it? I just drink coffee in the morning and I have oatmeal that I make on my own. So when I go to a cafe, strictly coffee, nothing else, no pastries. Nice, nice. Well, you're an inspiration. (laughs) Okay, who have I got next? So the little human, she's at nursery at the moment. So coffee is not really that hard. So I'm sure I can get you a nice mug. How do you like your coffee? In a nice mug or bowl? See, I like mine in a tankard. I like hot chocolate. I like mine in a tankard. You know, one of those, um, have you ever watched, what was it called now? Um, Cougar Town, right? And then they have a massive wine glass and it's like, oh, it's only one glass, but then actually that's like a (laughs) bottle of wine they've had in that one glass. So I like to have my hot chocolate in that kind of massive tankard. Um, So do you like a nice small diddly mug or do you like a nice big one? So you're speaking to me. I'm sorry. Um, So yeah. Okay. So I'm Dr. Janelle Alex. I'm a traveling entrepreneur currently in Panama City Beach, Florida. I'm a writing coach for women who feel that call to make a huge difference in the world, but they just don't know where to start. So I help them create a doable plan that fits their lifestyle and helps them create their own personal freedom and get their message heard. And if it's wine, yeah, put it in one of the big ones. But if I'm drinking coffee, just a cup of coffee is good, preferably a vanilla soy latte of a morning. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, and maybe some toast. (laughs) All right, okay, toast is good. Vanilla soy latte. You see, I really need to go to more cafes, right? I think I need to go and work in other cafes and see how, because I, I don't know if it's an American thing or it's a coffee lover thing, but it's like I find that people come and they just request the, yours is not that, because I'm just trying to think vanilla soy latte, and I'm just trying to put it all together in my head, and it's just <laughs> not computed. What does it taste like? Does it taste very vanilla-y, but then does the soy, like how does the taste just merge together? I don't know if I can explain how soy tastes. Um, you know, I just prefer soy milk. Um, and yeah, definitely you can taste the vanilla and it depends on where you get it, right? If you go to um, some of the cafes, it, it, they have a different flavor or it depends for that matter what the barista does. If they, you know, mix it perfectly like normal, um, but there's other times you're like, wow, they maybe they added a little too much vanilla syrup. So. <laughs> Ah. Vanilla is definitely strong, but usually the, um, hopefully the coffee has a good strong coffee flavor as well. We don't want to lose that. We don't want it to taste like, you know, candy for breakfast or any time of the day. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, no, that's, that's fine. Um, right. So you do women's coaching, isn't that right? I thought because the line was breaking up. Yes. Yes. I'm a, well, I mean, I work with my husband as well. So we work with men too, but um, my specific work on my own is working with women as a writing coach. Right. But then have you written anything yourself or you just coach women? 
Yeah. Um, I just released my most recent book called Soul Gap, Rediscovering the Colors of Your Soul and Fulfilling Your Life's Mission. That just came out at the end of 2016. Um, So that's the the most recent one. Right. Okay. And now, so before I come back to you, you know, um, Jim had said something really amazing, you know, that he's got this um, character, but then he, you know, I think he talks like me and he talks really, really fast and everything he was there was just like a blur. And I thought I heard something about sports and the only thing, and Jim, can you just remind us again? Absolutely. Thanks for asking. My baby brain, for my baby uh, brain. <laughs> the character that I created is actually a trademarked cartoon sports character. And okay. his name is Mike, and he's a microphone. Uh, okay. So he is what he is. <laughs> and we call him the ultimate talking head on sports. And in the United States, he's primarily an American character. And in the United States, we call sports casters talking heads. So Mike right. is a talking head on sports. And in addition to seeing him as a cartoon character in an animated style, where I've got him out into the marketplace is through blogging as well as publishing ebooks. And I've been right. at this for the last few years and I've posted almost a thousand blogs and I've published 40 sports comic books. And it gives, even though it's a static print, it's, it's not um, you know, animation you know, that comes to life, I still mm-hmm. am able to get the voice, the likeness of the character into the marketplace so that my fans and my followers they, they get to know who Mike is because they could understand, you know, his humor, his perceptions, you know, the way he views sports, you know, through the written word. And I love what I do. He's totally unique. I've never seen anything out there, you know, similar to him. And I utilize digital publishing, whether it's my blog or my ebooks, you know, to get the character's image and likeness out into the marketplace with the eventual expectation that I will sign a licensing deal with a major sports network or a major sports or a major corporation that could utilize the image and likeness in its campaigns. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. It's, it's definitely interesting. It's my full-time gig. I love it. I actually make money out of it. Uh, you know, we have aligned with uh, the top sports merchandising affiliates here in the United States. Uh, and I could sell, you know, their products, whether it's uh, through my blogs or in my eBooks and that's the NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, uh, National Hockey League, sports memorabilia, you know, Lids, Fanatics, and there are seven of the top sports merchandisers in America. Yeah, see, you know what, today I feel like I'm not even going to do you justice because I'm not a really sporty person, and so most of what you're saying, they, I cannot understand it, and I feel like, you know what, we don't even need uh, typical, we need like an off day, like an evening time, right, where there's wine, and there's gin and tonic, and there's, you know, proper adult drinks, yeah. and we can actually sit down and have a proper conversation so that I can understand everything, and people can, you know, fully get um, everything that you have to say, because I can imagine your head is just filled with loads and loads of um, different ideas so it works 24 7 if we do it at night getting back to your original conversation in the coffee shop i want a tankard of red wine (laughs) (laughs) don't be offering me some little petite glass okay (laughs) 
I think I should go and buy a tanker because I really do need, I think we, the people that come here, we all do need tankers of different things. Okay, that will be on my shopping list. We need to get a tankard. Right, okay. Good. So you've been doing this writing and that's how you've developed this character. Um, and you know, funny thing is last year, uh, last year, last week, you know, the guests that came on the, uh, you know, in the cafe, you know, we were talking about sort of using the new year as a new slate to, um, you know, to use it to one's advantage and come up with strategies that would help, you know, to, you know, sort of propel the year as it goes and sort of try. So with your writing, do you feel that your writing, you've been able to make a difference with your writing or how have you used your writing to make a difference to you professionally? I guess it's your writing that has helped you to propel Mike or what do you think? Yes, without doubt. I mean, my strategy, my plan is just to be consistent in what I do because I've been steadily, slowly over the past few years developing traction for my character and, you know, my fan base. And they expect to see things, you know, from me through the voice of Mike on a regular basis. So uh, consistency and excellence in all that I do, whatever I put out there into the digital space, I make certain that it's all properly edited, properly formatted. Uh, and all of my blogs and my books, I have the image of my character. Like in a book, the character's image could appear 75 to 100 times. And that's great for me because I want people to see the image of Mike. But I also always have to speak because I'm writing through the voice of Mike. I have to speak in how Mike would say things. And mm. Mike is a witty, clever, funny guy that views the world of sports through his own unique lens. And I always have to be diligent and dedicated to always remaining in character and doing that on a consistent basis. So, you know, my New Year's resolution this year is the same New Year's resolution I had last year, is to be excellent in all I do, to be consistent, and always to stay within the voice of the character that I created. And I found it to be very successful for myself individually, personally, professionally. Right, okay. So how do you think um, your writing, because I know you say you blog quite a lot, how do you think your writing will help you get, was it a license deal from a sports network? Was that, is that a right term? Yes, that is my goal. That's my ultimate goal is the big sports networks in the United States are ESPN, Fox Sports, NBC Sports, CBS Sports, Turner Sports. And I want one of the big five to be able to sign a licensing deal with Mike so that they could utilize his image and likeness on television and on their website. And my character is unique in that he's witty and clever. He's an alter ego character. He's really me. That uh, you know, you that becomes real in life in the form of a cartoon character, and I can't compete with all the thousands of other sports bloggers, radio guys, or sportscasters that you see in the United States that are always reporting on something topical, mm. uh, like a game that happened last night or predicting what's going to happen in this weekend's playoffs. I need to look at things differently through a different lens, where it's unique, it's witty. It's clever, it makes people laugh, or it makes people pause and say, wow, I didn't see things that way. So that's the niche that I always have to address. And my writing, if you, if you do stuff you know, repeatedly with excellence and diligence, and you'll also have some people giving you feedback. I do work with my wife, she serves as my editor. Plus, I get feedback from the people that read the blog and make comments, 
And I'd be foolish if I just totally disregarded, you know, some of the things that people said, you know, you hone your craft by doing it a lot and learning from other people's constructive comments, you know, that they provide you. Yes, no, definitely. That, that sounds amazing. I love what I do. I love (laughs) what I do. I don't work a day in my life because I love what I do. Oh, perfect. I I think when we grow up, we want to be like you. We're just, we're not working. We're just doing what we love. (laughs) So Janelle, you know, we've let Mike take the the, the shine for a little bit. So, you know, I know you, you say you work with your husband, but then you Mm -hmm. also do a lot of women's things. So do you feel, or do you find that your writing your own books has sort of helped you stand out, you know, as a coach? Yes. I mean, absolutely. Um, I, I think that's vitally important. I, in fact, you know, clients um, and then just the last, they're coming into the last part of 2016. They could hardly wait uh, for the, the latest book to be released so they could get copies of it. <laughs> um, you know, they're like, oh, I want that. I want that because, you know, they're used to hearing the things that we talk about or that I talk about and and seeing that, um, they wanted to pick it up. We do have a lot of clients that we both, my husband and I both work with as well. So there's definitely crossover. And, um, you know, so it's because he and I together work with authors as well. So there's a lot of that. But it's important for us as a couple that we have those pieces that we can stand out together and then it's important for us to have our individual pieces. And he has books he's written. I have my individual books. Actually, our nine-year-old um, has co-authored um, with Daddy, and I edit that. So he's coming into this as well. And you know, that's important for us to have individuality, but yet to be able to get, uh, you know, so we get our individual voices heard. And we do have different writing styles. So when we write <coughs> separately, you know, that's great. It helps us shine on those individual levels and reach a different audience and different people because the messages are a little bit different when we do that. So that's really important to us. Okay. Fabulous. Um, see now I think it's actually a good thing that, um, you, you have books because I think, you know, if someone was going to get say a life coach that, and the person hasn't written anything, because do you think that having authored you know a book of books makes you stand out as an authority because when you do a lot of reading they always say that you know writing gives makes you an authority um you know in your field and do you find that that's actually helped you out um by having your own books yeah oh yeah it's uh, in so many different capacities it um definitely uh, positions if you've done if you've written a good book if you're, yeah. uh, you have a good editors and you have a good topic and you've put quality um, content out in the world, because unfortunately, as many authors as we work with, you know, occasionally you'll find some that you go, um, <laughs> maybe you need to let's let's help you find a better editor, <laughs> um, and that happens, and that's okay. You don't, you know. You, you don't have to be the perfect writer. You can have editors, right? So you may have great ideas, but maybe you just don't write fluidly or don't know how to line things up so that you reach those people and get your message across and connect with them on an emotional level to get them bonded to your story or the character stories. 
like in Mike's case, you know, the sports fanatics, um, and maybe not even fanatics, but sports fans, and the 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 witty piece that he brings in with Mike, you know, it's funny, and the people will bond to him and just go, oh my gosh, he's hilarious, and they want to know more from this cute little character. Forgive me, Mike, if I said it like girly there. <laughs> no, that's I am okay. a big football fan, though, right? So I'm, I'm a sports person, but um, I called him a cute little character. That might not be fair. I don't know. I'm sorry. He is a cute little character, but he, okay. does, have, he does have depth, and he's got <laughs> thick skin, exactly. too. He has to. Uh, yeah, I didn't to, want to uh, offend him. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to uh, echo what Dr. Janelle had just said, because uh, when you write, and you write you know, prolifically, and people find you, they view you as some type of uh, uh, an expert in your field. And in the case of Mike, uh, a lot of the things I say, almost all of the things I say are through a different lens as, as to how I, through the voice of Mike, see the world of sports. So uh, it always comes back to me. Every time that uh, I post my blog and then I share it, especially on Facebook, people would say, hey, this happened. Uh, what does Mike have to say about that? And yeah. it's like, oh, all right, nice. you know. Oh, it's great because they, they view me. They want to hear my opinion. It, they don't necessarily always agree with what I have to say, and that's okay because if they don't agree, then they want to vocalize why they think that I'm wrong and they're right, and that engages dialogue, and it's more people that you know spend time interacting with you, and I think that's a very good thing. Are they engaging with you or are they engaging with Mike? They're engaging with Mike, but at the same time, I always have to you know, be very, very – diligent and making certain I stay in character. But if it's my personal Facebook page, you know, people always call me the mic maker or that, you know, they know that I am Mike and they just want to know what I have to say. So, okay. but that, that's, that's a good thing. I think because it is, that means I've established myself slowly over a period of time uh, as a so-called expert when it comes to viewing things, you know, a, through a unique lens in the, mm -hmm. in the field of sports. Yeah. Well, would you guys, the both of you, would you guys think that, you know, being more than just an author is a good thing? Because I've come across some people who just want to write. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but for you to get more out of your writing career, I think it almost sort of goes hand in hand to be an author and be something else, be something else and be an author. And I feel like they both go hand in hand, hand in hand, and they help to propel you. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I have heard that as well with the hundreds of authors that we worked with. So many of them just want to write, especially fiction authors. They have that tendency that they just want to write. They just want to write and get it out there. And they just want to be the next J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. It's a little difficult to have that happen. But the return, the financial return on investment really is much, it's much easier to attain if you have something else that your writing supports. So, you know, in my case, working with women and the latest book is The Soul Gap. So, you know, that point where so many of us hit those moments and we go, oh my gosh, there's got to be something more to life. There's, there's, I'm so missing something. And of course, that's what I call your soul gap. When you have your soul's mission, but you're not actively participating in that you know we get wrapped up in our day-to-day -day life and paying the bills and so forth and we get disconnected from our life purpose or as i phrase it your soul's mission so we we you know we get we lose that and we have to recognize that gap again and discover that so we can figure out what it is that we want to do and writing is such a powerful way to do that 
you know, for so many people, whether it's even in just your own journal and it doesn't go anywhere, that's really powerful as well. And then if you want to get it out there to support whatever differences, whatever changes you would love to see and accomplish in the world, that's a great way to do it, whether it's blogging or whether it's actually writing a book. And when you've written a book or more than one, and again, if it's a well-written book, preferably a well-written book, then, (laughs) I mean, hey, there are some, I mean, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, in my opinion, is not well-written and she made, what, hundreds of millions of dollars? So, you know... (laughs) Yeah, um, it's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion. Yeah. Um, but so I just bring it because this is stuff that I love saying all the time. And a lot of time, people focus on the quality of their writing, but actually, it's the quality of the writing comes secondary to the marketing. And also, yeah. right? Sometimes people enjoy, for lack of a better word, and if you're a little person like my little human who's not here, close your ears. Some people like crap, right? And they would proudly oh. say, "You know what? I enjoy reading crap." Right, and I'm not saying Fifty Shades of Grey is crap because I've never read it. I, I tried watching the movie and I couldn't really get into it. But you know, so people actually will say, you know what? I like crap. I'm take. I'm owning it. Right? It is my crap. I love reading crap. So there we go. Right? Well, that's why there are so many. Um... Okay, I'll be really careful, and I promise I'm not intending to go political here. But of course, Mike and I are in the U.S. There's been a lot of fake news that affected. I don't know if it. I don't know if it affected, but some believe it affected our presidential election here this year, this last fall. So you know, people like that. They do. They get sucked into reading stuff, negative stuff, um, and. You know, whoever the negativity is being aimed at, people do unfortunately like that. And of course, most of the time, well, that's not fair to say, but a lot of time the negative stuff isn't maybe written really well. It may not be high quality Mm -hmm. writing. (laughs) Um, But when you write something and you get it out there, it certainly usually opens more doors to get interviews, to have speaking engagements, because it does position you in that place of having knowledge and as an expert. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'd like to um, uh, add my two cents about what Dr. Janelle just said about opening doors, uh, because my wife, who's also a digital content creator, you know, she always talks about how there's a new paradigm of publishing that has Mm -hmm. uh, really flourished within the last several years. And if you want to be an author or you want to be a writer, you know, in the past, people had just viewed being a writer as, okay, you wrote a book. And that qualifies and constitutes you as a writer and you're in the publishing business. But now publishing, if you look at like my wife's brand, she's an author of eBooks. She's a podcaster. That's publishing. She's a V blogger on YouTube. So that's publishing. She's written e-courses. She writes for the Huffington Post and she's always on Twitter, Google plus and Facebook. And that's all publishing. And the key is if you want to be a successful publisher, then you have to unify your message and you have to be consistent in what you say across all those different platforms. So, you know, there is a new paradigm when it comes to publishing and not everybody has figured it out. And if you want to be the more successful you could be is if you figure out how to have a consistent um, message that you put out there where every you're always singing through from the same hymnal. So yes. that's my two cents. Mike, I write a, bu- a blog every Tuesday. It's called my two, two cent, my two cents, and I publish it on a Tuesday. So I like always giving my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that's 
fly. So just to sort of wrap up, because it reminds me of this Nigerian author. Um, she's called Chimamanda Adichie, and um, she's a quote-unquote feminist. Um, and because she's written books that talks about feminism, she's then been, um, she's got like uh, media engagements, or she's actually come on the BBC, which is like the British uh, mm -hmm. Broadcasting Corporation, um, one of their channels, when someone who was pro pro Trump, um, and she was supposed to be anti Trump, something like that, and just because she's a feminist, and so it's then given her that, you know, quote unquote expertise to come, you know, and talk, and that's I think how she's used her writing to make a difference in her life, in the mm -hmm. world, you know, where people are like, oh, okay, let's see what she's, let's see her point of view, let's see what she's got, and I think you know that's a really um, good thing. Whereas, and again, if some people don't, you know, just want to write, you know, that's that's um, also fine. But then there's also lots of opportunities um, to use your writing to actually make a difference and put you more. And the more media engagement you have, then the more people who possibly might not have heard of you will then get to hear about you more. And it's kind of like a vicious circle. More media engagements, more popularity for your books. More popularity for your books, more media True. engagement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but always be uh, uh, consistent and factual. Back up whatever you yes. put out there. Make sure that it's properly researched. And if you're posting a blog, uh, give the accreditation. Yep. You know, make sure you put in the hyperlink what your source is, and that mm -hmm. establishes you. You know, as an expert. Even though I write through the voice of a cartoon character, Mike, whenever I quote something, I'll I'll look to put a. a I'll tag it with uh, ESPN and have a direct link to the article. Mm -hmm. That's where I found what I want to say uh, in the blog through the quote. And I'll make sure that I do that so people can't call me on the carpet and say, you know, you're full of it. You know, you just made that up. <laughs> right. But, right. But that's so important. It, it truly is. It's vitally important. Um, you know, just putting unsubstantiated stuff out there is, yeah, it, it just – it loses so much. But remember, and I know, Mike, you said this, but people need to remember that it's not just writing. It's really storytelling. And so even when you're writing a blog or you're writing a, even a shorter social media post, it's still, you need to find a way to tell a story in that small space. So even if it's not writing, even if it's done via video, you're still telling a story because storytelling has always been how we've passed information down. And a lot of that has been somewhat lost uh, over the years simply because of the modern age that we live in and everybody wants instant gratification and we're not as apt to sit at someone else's feet and listen. So whether we're doing it orally or whether we're doing it via a written word, we need to capture our audience from the beginning and keep whatever story we're telling interesting and compelling and progressing consistently, paragraph, if you will, after paragraph, so that your listeners, your readers stay engaged and then they're telling, they're willing to tell somebody else and that helps that positive contagion go on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great advice, what you just said. It's spot on. Yeah, perfect. Okay, well, it's almost time for me to go and pick up the little human from nursery. Um, so before we go, normally she's usually here and you can usually hear her in the background yapping around. But, you know, it's like 2017. We're big girls now. We go and spend two hours in nursery. So if people want to connect with you, because I've got to have to kick you out of my cafe, how do they um, connect with you? So let's give you Mike. 
or Jim Sweeney. See, you've been talking about Mike too much. Now Mike is in my head. <laughs> That's okay. You know something? That's a good thing that people remember Mike. I don't care if they don't remember me. I just care if they remember the character. Then they could eventually find me. But the best yeah. way to get a hold of me, real simple, just go to our website. It's themike.com. That's T-H-E-E-M-I-K-E, themike.com. And you can find everything about the Mike character. You can download up to 15 sports comic books for free. You can connect nice. with me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, pretty public, easy to find. Uh, and thanks for the opportunity having me on the show. This has been great. Perfect. Thanks. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Mike on Sports. At Mike on Sports. Okay, perfect. And Janelle? You can find me at JanelleAlex.com. And Janelle is just J-A-N-E-L-L-E. Alex is A-L-E-X. But also uh, the work I do with my husband is AuthorsTalkAboutIt.com. So you can find pretty much everything there with us and all of our social media connections there as well. Perfect. It's been absolutely fantastic having both of you, but I'm going to have to kick you both out now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, though. <laughs> well, I'm leaving grudgingly. This has been great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Hopefully. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. And maybe you will come back sometime soon because I do like having people come back. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you. Just invite Let's us. All right. okay. Bye now.